This is the Christian Fellowship Guild podcast show. It's the weekend show for February 29th and 30th, 2020. The title of today's first devotional is The Prince of Peace. We're going to be looking at Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, which say, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end, upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. Approximately 700 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah wrote about his birth, life, death, and resurrection. The prophet also spoke of Christ's earthly ministry and the eternal nature of his reign. In today's passage, Isaiah announced the coming of the Messiah and declared that he would be called the Prince of Peace. What a wonderful thought. Jesus Christ is the Prince who brings peace and his kingdom is characterized by peace. This Prince is not a tyrant, but a benevolent ruler. He does not hate, he loves. He does not manipulate, he guides. He does not take, he gives. He does not oppress, he encourages. He is the Prince of Peace. We enter Jesus' kingdom when his kingdom enters us. Once we become a part of his kingdom, we are never out of it again. It begins while we were on earth, and it will last eternally in heaven. Initially, Jesus' kingdom is internal. We can know peace with God who has forgiven our sins, and we can know the peace that passeth all understanding in our hearts. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. In heaven, peace will be obvious in many ways. Here, for instance, we experience war, sickness, pain, sorrow, and death, and we will never again experience any of, the, any of these things in heaven. Jesus' eternal kingdom is a kingdom of peace. Let's pray. Father, thank you for bringing me into your kingdom of peace through your Son, the Prince of Peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And the title of the couple's devotional is Love is Caring. We'll be looking at James chapter 1, verses 19 through 26, with the key verses being verses 22 through 24, which say, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks to his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. The devotional goes on to say, My teacher, Anne Mansfield Sullivan, had been with me nearly a month, and she had taught me the names of a number of objects. She put them into my hand, spelled their names on her fingers, and helped me to form the letters. But I had not the faintest idea what I was doing. I do not know what I thought. I have only a tactual memory of my fingers going through th those motions and changing from one position to another. One day she handed me a cup and spelled the word. Then she poured some liquid into the cup and formed the letters W-A-T-E-R. She says I looked puzzled and persisted in confusing the two words, spelling cup for water and water for cup. Finally, I became angry because Miss Sullivan kept repeating the words over and over again. In despair, she led me out to the ivy-covered pump house and made me hold the cup under the spout while she pumped, while with the other hand she spelled W-A-T-E-R emphatically. I stood still, my whole body's attention fixed on the motions of her fingers as the cool stream flowed over my hand. All at once there was a strange stir within me, a misty consciousness, a sense of something remembered. It was as, it was as if I had come back to life after being dead. 
I understood that what my teacher was doing with her fingers meant the cold something that was rushing over my hand and that it was possible for me to communicate with other people by these signs. It was a wonderful day never to be forgotten. I think it was an experience somewhat in the nature of a revelation. I wanted to learn the name of every object I touched and before night I had mastered thirty words. That first revelation was worth all those years I had spent in dark, soundless imprisonment. That word water dropped into my mind like the sun in a frozen winter world. Before that supreme event there was nothing in me except the instinct to eat and drink and sleep. My days were a blank without past, present, or future, without hope or anticipation, without interest or joy. And that's a quote from Helen Keller. So often we become inspired and brought to a higher plane of life only to turn our backs on the event and do nothing about it. We leave stating, I'm going to blank, but we soon forget what we are going to do. The love exhibited by the teacher Anne Mansfield Sullivan to her pupil Helen Keller is a remarkable example of a person who had an idea, wanted to care, and followed through with that idea by giving her adult life to teach a seemingly ordinary girl named Helen. We are not all called to be that dedicated to one person, but many of us have been called to step out from the ordinary path of life to impact someone in his or her eternity. As we review history, we are brought face to face with great men and women who have affected the events of history. What did they possess? They each had a vision, and once challenged, they followed through with the call. They didn't just say, I love you, then fall away from that passion. They all went the extra mile to really care. At some time in each of our lives, we have been challenged to do something great. Maybe at a retreat, by a powerful sermon, by your pastor, by a television program, by a Sunday school teacher, by a teacher in school, or by a coach. This impact has made a real difference in your life, and maybe you've never gone beyond the commitment or thought stage. Now is the time to act it out. In today's passage, James tell us, tells us not to merely listen to the word, but to do what it says. This is true not only when reading scripture, but also when the Holy Spirit reveals truth in your heart. Several verses of scripture can help you put your desires into action. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Romans chapter 12 verse 11. He who, speaks his he who works his land will have abundant food, but the one who chases fantasies will have his fill of poverty. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 19. The sluggard craves and gets nothing. But the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 4. Be challenged today to work out your love by caring for those around you. Don't be known as just a hearer of the word, but be a doer. It takes effort and sacrifice and not always doing what you want to do. It costs time and money and sometimes being disappointed by expecting too much. But wouldn't it be wonderful if all of your caring would produce another Helen Keller? Let's pray. Father God, you know that we really want to be loving and caring people. We really want to follow through with all these good desires we have in life. Give us all the tools we need to truly love with care. Place upon our minds and hearts the one area of our desires which will result in the best fruit. Let us be diligent in our efforts to carry out the challenges with action. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Some action points. First, as a couple, place in your journal three desires that you have to serve others. Second, discuss how you would implement these goals. Third, what action will be necessary to get started? Is it money, resources, or other people? And finally, what will be your first step? Be willing to get started now. If you'd like to do some further reading, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1-13, through 13, 
Romans chapter 12, three, verses 3 through 8, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 16, and Proverbs chapter 24, verses 30 through 34. So I hope I, I can get somebody's input on these um, shortened episodes, as um, I think this is kind of how the format's going to go until either... You know, I get some recording space or um, situations change. Um, not really sure what direction to go with the recording since I kind of have to do it all in one shot. Um, if you guys have any questions or comments, again, I'm going to be setting up the email sometime this week. Um, but for now, you can go over to the Facebook page, Christian Fellowship Guild. Get in contact with me over there. Again, any questions or comments. Um, I've mentioned in the last couple of re recorded episodes that I'm going to be doing a prayer list. So if there's anything that you would like me or um, my group community of believers to pray for, um, just leave the prayer requests over there um, as a message, or you can post it on the Facebook page. Um, but besides that, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and that you're enjoying the episodes, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.